welcome to another episode of Get Up 10 Podcast. This is your host, Ginger, and first of all, thank you for tuning in. I'm really excited to continue creating content again, because if you've been following me, you know that I definitely took some time off, but we're getting the gears going again, the juices flowing, and all that good stuff. So I'm excited for today's topic, because it came to me last week, and I was like, yo, I gotta do a podcast about that, because that is some real stuff right there and to be completely honest with you guys I am staring at my baby monitor hoping my daughter stays asleep while I get this in so y'all send up a prayer because if you know you know like this motherhood struggle is not for the week <laughs> but I got my notes so hopefully we will get through this and y'all will be blessed by what I have to share so let's get into it. Oh, wait, before we get into it, I, I lied. <laughs> before we get into it, um, next week, I want to, my goal is to get an episode out about just kind of like a life update about what's going on with me, what I'm doing and what I'm not doing <laughs> and where I'm at. I was thinking about it and I actually started this podcast in 2018 and in three years, so much has happened. And so I feel like it's time for me to reintroduce myself, but that's for another time. Right now, we're going to get into this topic of grace and truth, which I guess now that I'm saying it out loud, sounds a little churchy, but stick with me. It's real life. So one of the things that I believe and one of the ways that I express my creativity is that I think we can get inspiration or learn from like everyday stuff from like our surroundings just every, I think there's lessons in everything whether it's like the sun or like the trees or an interaction that we have with somebody in Starbucks or we're going for a drive whatever it may be I think that inspiration is just overflowing and always there if you're looking for it which is really the key like if you're not looking for no life lessons inspiration nothing none of that you're not going to see it but um, if you are aware of that stuff it's really all around so I have been volunteering with a local girls well not girls it's a local um, youth group at a church and uh, I've been working with middle schoolers and high schoolers I want to say girls because as a female I mostly work with the girls but there's guys too of course I just like when we have our more intimate conversations we break into guys and girls so I, I work with the girls So last week, we started up our small groups again, and we're talking about grace, which, I don't know, like, this really, as I'm speaking it out loud, it does sound a little churchy, but I hope to make it a little less churchy and a little bit more real (laughs) for you guys. Um, So we were talking about grace, and it just hit deep. Like, I, when we were done, um... With our discussion, our time was up. I just remember wanting to just like sit there and like soak in the moment because the heaviness of the discussion just caught me off guard. Um, It was just so real. So we got on this question of like, basically, um, which side do you tend to lean towards grace or truth? And at first, I just took the question for what it was grace or truth and after I picked my answer I felt like it was a little bit of a setup so I thought about my my answer you know to share with the group the girls and the other leaders and I realized that when I was younger I would have said 
truth. Because when I was younger, my mentality was just like, I'm going to tell you how it is, and I don't care how you feel about it. Like, it is what it is, and I'm going to say what I got to say, period, no apologies. And I really had that mentality, but, you know, the hope is that with time and life and stuff that you will mature, and I think that I have in many ways. And so now that I'm older, I wouldn't necessarily say that I have that same approach of I'm going to say what I got to say and how you feel about it is your problem. Like, I do not think that is the way to go about things um, as much. And so I think as I've gotten older, I try to lean towards the grace side of um, giving people grace and uh, just realizing that nobody is perfect and we all have our flaws. And even in this season of my own life, um, a lot of people told me that I even need to give myself grace. So if I need to give myself grace, I definitely need to give other people grace. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I'm big on is definitions, because I feel like we have a tendency, especially as we become adults and we are not in school with vocab and all that kind of stuff. We go into the real world and you don't have a vocabulary book. You're not walking around with a dictionary. Yes, we all have the ability with our smartphones to define a word in a few seconds, but how many of us actually go out of our way to do that? And so when I put things together, put a message together, or even when I'm curious, I like to look up definitions because I want to know, okay, like this is what I think I'm talking about, but is that true or not? Or like, is there something I'm missing? Like I like to know it's that curiosity, curious aspect of my personality. So I looked up some definitions on Google really quick. I think they're a little bit plain, but um, they will just have to do <laughs> for, and I, they do work. I'm not like throwing random stuff out there, like a definition that doesn't even apply. Like they're just, they're just definitions, y'all. So let's talk about grace first. Um, grace is defined as free and unmerited favor. And the real churchy little cute acronym is um, God's riches at Christ's expense but I'm not gonna go that route we're just gonna say free and unmerited favor because I know we all know about favor all right we love to throw around that word like I'm blessed and highly favored like favor ain't fair and just out well maybe it's just Christians but we love that word favor <laughs> and favor feels good it sure does like y'all ever been someplace and just get blessed or I don't know like everyday example um, a couple weeks ago, I went to a bagel shop to pick up breakfast for myself and my daughter's godmother. And when I got to the register, somebody paid for my breakfast. Like, that, that that's favor right there. Like, I was just like, thank you. Like, you know, and there's just literally so many little examples um, of little blessings and favor. So I want you to think um, back on examples of blessings and favor in your own life or a little, whatever you want to call them, mini miracles, um, good things that happen to you. Think about that and how you feel about those things and just soak in that, that feeling for a second. So free and unmerited favor. So free means you, you didn't do nothing to deserve it. You was just out there being you, being cute. Maybe you weren't being cute. Maybe you were being ratchet. Either way, free, you didn't, do, you didn't pay for it. It just came to you. And unmerited means that you didn't do anything for it. You didn't, there is no cause and effect. It just happened. That is grace, y'all. And I just, even talking about it makes me happy. But that's a little bit of what grace is. If you're like, okay, like, grace, like, I've heard the word, I say the word, but, like, what does it really mean? That is 
a little bit of what it is. So um, when I think about grace, let's say you answer the question and you chose the grace side. Well, um, if you're all about grace, it's it's nice to say, right? We all want to be around gracious people, people who give us grace. But if you are always giving people grace, you might be enabling them to be completely honest with you. And that can be dangerous. Like people, I don't know why, but when I think about this idea of just always giving people grace, I think about this sweet old lady who is just always forgiving, always accepting, like has a bowl of pasta for you no matter what you do. (laughs) Don't ask where this is coming from, but this is the image in my head. And that's nice and everything, but I also know that the flip side of always giving people grace is that there is the chance or risk of you getting taken for granted or walked over because if people know that you're not going to hold them accountable or you're not going to hold them to a standard, they're just going to keep taking and taking and taking and taking. For example, if you have a boss that does not care if you're late whatsoever like you just always late and they're like hey like so happy to see you I'm, I'm just glad you got here like let's be honest you're not gonna make being on time to work a priority if you know it doesn't even matter at the end of the day you gonna get there when you get there and even though I understand both sides like it's a little bit unfortunate for the boss because you know then it just it just there's like a domino effect because you are not holding people to a standard and I think that's what happens when you just give people grace all the time is that they just take it and run with it and they don't there's a lack of appreciation there and another thing I was thinking about too about the person on the flip side I guess you could say who doesn't give grace is that I think there could be a sense of pride there and uh, you can have this this you can forget where you came from to just say it plainly like you're so busy judging other people or disagreeing with other people or whatever meanwhile not too long ago you were in their very same shoes and I think that's one way that uh, enables us to give grace is that you remember where you once were for example (laughs) especially working with these high schoolers you know some of them you know, they a little, they out here booed up or whatever, looking for a boo, whatever. So I just watch them. And it's funny because as a leader, we keep an eye on these little couples that are forming. And it's very interesting because you have, there's so many things to consider, you know, like we want to encourage healthy relationships. And, but at the same time, we don't want like any shenanigans going down. Like y'all do not need to be like pumping each other in public or like, you know, what, how the, the children, or they're not even children, but, you know, teenagers, how do their parents feel? Like, are their parents okay with this relationship or not? And so there's just so many different factors as a leader. But I have to remember that when I was in their shoes as a teenager, I was definitely out here trying to be booed up, texting the guy that I was into, like, meet me by the bathroom so we can hug or whatever, some foolishness, you know? Like, meet me by the bathroom so we can kiss. Like, that was definitely me. So I can't even judge the young ladies that I see now booed up because, I used to be them, and so they're now in the space that I am as a 24-year-old as a youth leader, I have to remember where I was at at their age, but also, like, remember the knowledge that I have accrued in this time of how this could go 
bad or how this could go good. And, you know, maybe this this will be a, a couple that takes me seriously and will end up together in the future, but maybe not. And if not, how can we foster a healthy environment, healthy boundaries and healthy conversations while giving this this young person the freedom to have this experience? You know, there's so much more to it, but there's a grace, you know, and even as I hear these girls talk about their relationships with their parents, like, I, I I understand a little bit more, you know, now that I have my daughter, there's certain things that I'm looking out for because of my own experiences, and I, I will give credit to my parents because I feel like they always, at least my mom, I've always had very open and honest conversations with my mom, um, and that's one thing I commend her for, is being transparent about her youth, but also sharing truth and that's really what we're talking about here is this is where I used to be but this is what I learned from that or this is like the pitfalls of that or how it could go wrong or maybe I don't recommend it because of xyz you know so I just if you feel like you're always telling people about themselves I want to ask you like do you need to remember where you used to be before you was out here calling people out like let's let's walk down my real name memory lane I feel like I said that weird (laughs) but anyways the other side to this is truth and truth is it's crazy to discuss I've definitely through my education had in-depth discussions discussions about truth and what does it mean and what is relative truth and is there several truths or and I think that's something that we hear all the time my truth your truth the truth um just like it's always tossed around but um The definition that I chose to go with for truth is in accordance with fact or reality. And as a Christian, we have this idea of truth as a couple of different ways. We look at it as what the Bible says. Well, that's essentially what we look at it as, period, what the Bible says. But I think there's other, you can go in depth with that more so to like the Ten Commandments or like the greatest commandment or whatever. But essentially, we try to look at truth as what the bible says through the christian worldview and i don't think this one is too difficult to see what happens uh, if you go to the extreme because we see it every single day pretty much um but if you take to- truth to the extreme it turns into like a legalism and if you don't know what that means it just means that you're like a stickler for the rules like that's what you live by like it is this is what the rules say this is what the law says this is da 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 like it must be this way very like matter of fact kind of attitude and you're always about what are the rules you can't break the rules and while I understand that there are rules and hopefully the rules are good ones that are for our safety and protection and to make life easier and better um, sometimes I'm a firm, <laughs> firm believer in sometimes the rules have to be broken, you know, or sometimes the rules are a suggestion, but don't take, you know, don't quote me, you know, don't say Ginger said no. Okay. I'm just telling you what I believe. But um, anyways, um, we all have this image or have seen it where somebody is always about, this is what the rules say. And I think society tends to call out Christianity because, some people think that Christianity is about a bunch of rules and you can't do this and you can't do that and you got to do this this way and that this way and there's no freedom and it's true like when you're sticking to the rules it becomes kind of like 
you have to stay in between the lines and there is no room for creativity or expression because it is how it is. And even outside of Christianity, I think you could say that about any organized religion if you wanted to, or any culture where there is just a firm set of rules. And But back to my main point is I think Christianity always gets the finger pointed at, at it for having all these rules and, and people look at Christianity and they say, well, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go to church if I can't do X, Y, or Z, or if they're just going to like hit the, hit me over the head with the rule book. I don't want that. And I understand that. And I think that we have to be mindful of that when we are dealing with people, like you can't just be out here calling it like you're not the referee of nobody's life. Okay. Don't be out here blowing the whistle, calling them out on all their their wrongdoing, short falling, shortcomings, whatever, because like I said, when I was talking about grace, <laughs> remember where you were, like nobody is perfect. So I think that's the two sides. Like if you're too grace gracious or graceful, is there a difference? See now I'm gonna have to look that up. You have this there's a danger of like being taken for granted and unappreciated because you're just forgiving, 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 forgiving. But on the flip side, if you're all about the truth and this is what it is or how it's supposed to be or how it should be, there is a danger that you will, like, repel people because nobody wants to be around somebody who's always telling them what's wrong with them. So there's definitely a balance to the two. And that's what I realized in the discussion, because if you remember, at first I was quick to pick a side, grace or truth. But then I realized that there really is a balance, a middle, a happy place where they meet, you know, where you're giving people grace, but you're also keeping it real with them. And I wanted to challenge my listeners to find that balance. It's not easy. Sometimes you might lean a little bit to one side or the other. And it is what it is. But I'm a big believer in striving for a balance and not being all one way or all this way. And also, I like to tie in a little bit of scripture to what I'm talking about because I feel like it's easy to just talk about things but not know like what does the Bible say or whatever and that's important to me so I tried to pick out some scriptures on this topic and it was a little bit tricky because I feel like again going back to that balance like do I find scriptures about truth or do I find scriptures about grace and then you can't just be out here quoting scripture and like it don't apply or like twisting it to be what you want it to be about so in my little google search <laughs> um the first verse that came to mind was ephesians four fifteen, which i didn't even write the whole thing because i don't really think it was completely what i wanted but there is a piece of it that i did want to share which is very popular or well known and that is to speak the truth in love and i think in love can be replaced with like with grace you know speak the truth with grace um and I think that's such an important principle and that's only a fraction of the verse but I wanted to just say those words speak the truth in love because they're so powerful like I said that's from verse 15 and I think it's interesting Ephesians 4 is actually talking about unity and maturity and unity has to be has to do with how we deal with all kinds of people which we should be coming in contact with every single day if you're here on planet Earth. And unity is so important to the Christian faith. And it sounds almost crazy to say because 
more often than not, we look at all the division we see in the world and even in the church, the black church, the white church, the Asian church, the Hispanic church. And it just seems like there's so much division, but the Bible definitely clearly promotes unity. And so I thought that was kind of, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> unity and maturity, y'all. Not even just unity, but like whew, maturity, because Lord knows if you're going to be dealing with people, maturity sure does help on both sides for you to have maturity and for you to be dealing with other people that are mature or maturing, you know? But the verse that I chose to highlight is actually Ephesians 4.29. And I chose the Amplified Version because I think the Amplified Version gives you a little bit more. If you've ever seen it or read it, it has like parentheses that kind of expand or expound on certain phrases. So uh, the Amplified Version of Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let unwholesome, in parentheses, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar, close parentheses, words ever come out your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear, in parentheses, you speak. <laughs> so I'm going to read that one more time. Um, I'm true. Uh, I guess I'll keep the parentheses, half the parentheses. There's two parentheses. The last one's kind of awkward. It's just you speak. So anyways, I'm going to read it again with the first parentheses, which just talk about what unwholesome means. One more time. So do not let unwholesome, in parentheses, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar, close parentheses, words ever come out your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion, so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Okay, I guess I included the parentheses. It, it sounded more natural that way. <laughs> you speak. And so a few things I wanted to highlight about that verse, since we're talking about how to deal with others in grace and, and truth, is that that you only want to use words that are good for building people up. Sometimes when you are telling people the truth or how it is, you might lack, you might not be building them up. You might be tearing them down, trying to like, enforce this truth upon them and so I want you guys to remember that the purpose of our words is to build others up and there's so many different ways to do that literally and then um, I like how it says according to the need and the occasion because a is what you've got to say necessary and b is this the right occasion and I feel like that whole topic of occasion is so big in like marriage because there's a lot of communication that goes into a successful marriage and sometimes you want to tell your partner something but is it the right place and time like oh my gosh that I think I did an episode on that and I have to go back and see which one it was but hello and just that reminder that when you speak to build people up it's a blessing and I don't know about you guys but I want to be a blessing to other people so I wrote here build people up that's really what it comes out down to at the end of the day. And I have some questions that I want you guys to reflect on as well. So do you need to be more gracious after hearing me talk about grace? Is that something that you feel like, ooh, maybe I need to give people more grace? I, I forgot where I came from a little bit. Is that true? Or have you been holding back the truth on the flip side? Like, ha 
do you feel some type of way and you've been bottling up or keeping it to yourself? And if so, if you need to speak the truth, what is your relationship with this person that you feel like you need to speak the truth to? I heard this saying and it was, don't go making deposits where you don't have an account. And that is something I'll probably remember for the rest of my life. Like before you go speaking the truth to people, who is that person to you? What is your end goal? Like, is this somebody that you feel like you can have this kind of conversation with? Does, does it need to have, do you need to have this conversation with them? Like, is it somebody that you're going to be interacting with regularly? Or is it just a stranger on the street? Like, these things matter. Um, if it is somebody that you have interactions with uh, previously or you're going to in the future, I guess more so the latter in, in the previous interactions, like in the past, is this an issue that you feel like you need to address that has come up in the past? Because don't don't overkill the issue. Like if you brought it up once or not even once, but if you brought it up in, in the past, if you brought it up before, you might need to bring it up again. But don't become nagging. Don't have like overkill where you're just like, I'm going to keep telling them and keep telling them and keep telling them because nobody likes that. But also, if you think that you need to keep repeating yourself, then maybe there's a boundary that you need to put up. That, so that's something that you should reflect on. And I said this already, but I'll just say it again. What is the end goal for what you have to say? Like, play out the conversation in your mind. What is the possible outcomes, and is that worth it to you? And this is something that came up when I had this conversation last week in youth group, and I wanted to definitely say it on the podcast, which is, Remember, their reaction is not your responsibility. So if you decide that you need to speak the truth and you do it with grace, speak the truth in love, you know, you say what you need to say, but you're not out here coming for anybody's neck or anything. And you you feel a peace with what you've said, how you've said it, when you've said it, all that kind of stuff. Like you really went into it with some thought. Then that's it, you know? How they feel about it, how they react, how they respond is not your burden. It's not your problem. It's not your burden to bear. So don't let it become that to you. So that's all I really have to say. I hope y'all got something from this. Shout out to God because my daughter stayed asleep. And so I'm about to go back downstairs and see if I could keep her sleeping. (laughs) But I'm really excited to keep recording content as it comes to me and Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys soon.